0: Even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. Dw Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is another edition of Big Ten Football and Beyond. It is Wednesday, June 10th. Good day to you. Hope all is well. Got a bunch to get to. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the update on the oversight committee of the NCAA. Looks like July 6th is when players are going to be, coaches be allowed to work with players. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk a little bit about, Some of the things going on, and in a big picture thing, talk a little bit about what's going on with Dabo Sweeney and some of the conversations that he had um, in response uh, to a member of his staff. sure you heard that story. Then we're going to get into, obviously, the situation at Iowa, strength and conditioning coach Chris Doyle, who I've known for years, and everybody thinks they've got the best strength coach in the country. This, This might be the best strength coach in the country, and they're... Some really, really good ones. Then a little transfer news. A um, couple of players from Nebraska transferring. Lots of recruiting news, so we're going to get into that. Uh, some news around Maryland we're going to get into. So let's get to it, shall we? Um, brought to you by, all brought to you by, the great folks at 401K Generation. If you got a business, uh, you need some help setting up a 401K for your employees. Well, that's right in the Wick of what the folks at 401k generation can do. If you are someone that wishes to roll over, I don't know, roll over an IRA, or they can help you with that. Whatever your financial needs are, simply put, they can help you with that. Any questions on money management, uh, investments, if you want to speak with someone to see if you're on track with your financial goals, create a financial goal. Whatever the case may be, they can help you do just that. Give them a call. Give them a text today. Here, here's the deal. You know, you're not committing to anything for a call. You learn a little bit more about what they do. You can also learn more about what they do at 401k Generation on the website at LandryFootball.com. So you can learn more about that. <clears throat> but you can also learn more by calling. They're licensed in all 50 states. Get a feel for what they do. Maybe it's a fit. Maybe it's not. You never know till you try I encourage you to give them a call, give them a text today, learn about what they're all about, and uh, get yourself a first opinion, a second opinion on your financial health. Make sure that you get your financial checkup, as my motto always has been. Um, We're really proud of what we're doing at LandryFootball.com. We are working hard on roster breakdowns, uh, recruiting information, Uh, All of the above here at uh, LandryFootball.com. So we want to make sure that you check us out today. And certainly we talk about things related to um, college football, the NFL, on our NFL show. But we get into a lot more detail than we can get in here. Um, Check us out. Take advantage of the scouting season offer. Get a peek behind the window and Basically, get access to your own scouting department for less than a magazine subscription, less than $5 a month. So, check that out as well. Some news about where we want to go with podcasts with us. We are uh, looking into making some additions, making some improvements, um, getting some other shows involved. We're looking at some possibilities, Um, ideally moving to where I will maybe take this show each and every day and just go around the country in a national perspective and then continue to do the pro football show as well. And trying to groom and mentor some folks in different parts of the country to take over the conference shows, to give a different voice, to give a different viewpoints, to have... You know, people have asked me, why don't you have interviews and stuff? Well, I can tell you why. You know, for me, doing this podcast, it's a byproduct of doing it when I can work it around my consulting business, often have to tape it late at night. It's hard to do interviews. I'm not the best radio interviewer anyway. I'm usually more the person getting interviewed. But getting other perspectives and things is is what I'd like to bring to the audience while not going away myself and Still trying to maybe take that type of role. So we're looking at different things. We've got a show SEC gumbo coming right around the corner. That's pretty quick. We'll have words on that. Blake Rafino is going to join us and talk mostly SEC football, but certainly going to dip his toe into basketball, baseball in, in the SEC. And certainly um, – Going to bring you – he's just great. He's just – you're going to love him. And um, good old Louisiana boy. We're looking at things from the Big Ten to the Pac-12 to the Big 12 to the ACC. We – nothing definite. We've put in a lot of work on that. So much so that we've got to kick myself in the rear and get the website back where I want it with uh, all the – post that I'm looking for. So we've got some exciting things. How do you get this podcast? Where you know you can get it at LandryFootball.com, but you can also get it of course by signing up. Just simply signing up for Landry Football's conference call, wherever you get your um, podcasts. to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, where have you. And by doing that, it'll come directly to your phone. So that's kind of the the particulars out of the way of what's going on and what we're doing. Uh, got a question? Send it to me at com. We'll take good care of you. <clears throat> so the NCAA Division I Football Oversight Committee, I know you're fascinated by those titles as I am, but they're finalizing basically a preseason practice plan that will allow coaches to begin working with the players as soon as July 6th. The idea is to – ramp-up meetings and walkthroughs to start in July with traditional preseason camps likely to open that first week of August, usually about, you know, August 5th, 7th, kind of depending on how it works. Um, That's for teams starting on Labor Day weekend. Week zero teams would be pushed up a week. So that would be like August 1st for week zero. So August 1st, August 7th, while the pieces are in place, uh, and we look for that to be kind of – Formalized by the end of the week, we're going to require the vote by the NCAA Division One Council to officially enter reality, and the vote's going to take place on June 17th. As as you know, everybody's kind of welcoming players back and doing their things, but we're going to get we're going to get that kicked up a notch to where we can start to have ends on. Um, <clears throat> you know my feeling on it. Very curious to see how things are going to develop. As players test positive, as they already are, and how do you deal with that's going to be the key. It's going to be... It is another edition of Big Ten Football and Beyond. It is Wednesday, June 10th. Good day to you. Hope all is well. Got a bunch to get to. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the update on the oversight committee of the NCAA. Looks like July 6th is when players are going to be, coaches be allowed to work with players. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk a little bit about, Some of the things going on and in a big picture thing, talk a little bit about what's going on with Dabo Sweeney and some of the conversations that he had um, in response uh, to a member of his staff. sure you heard that story. Then we're going to get into, obviously, the situation at Iowa, strength and conditioning coach, Chris Doyle, who I've known for years. And everybody thinks they've got the best strength coach in the country. This, This might be the best strength coach in the country, and they're... Some really, really good ones. Then a little transfer news. A um, couple of players from Nebraska transferring. Lots of recruiting news, so we're going to get into that. Uh, some news around Maryland we're going to get into. So let's get to it, shall we? Um, brought to you by, all brought to you by, the great folks at 401k Generation. If you got a business, uh, you need some help setting up a 401k for your employees. Well, that's right in the Wick of what the folks at 401k generation can do. If you are someone that wishes to roll over, I don't know, roll over an IRA, or they can help you with that. Whatever your financial needs are, simply put, they can help you with that. Any questions on money management, uh, investments, if you want to speak with someone to see if you're on track with your financial goals, create a financial goal. Whatever the case may be, they can help you do just that. Give them a call. Give them a text today. Here's the deal. You know, you're not committing to anything for a call. You learn a little bit more about what they do. You can also learn more about what they do at 401k Generation on the website at LandryFootball.com. So you can learn more about that. But you can also learn more by calling. They're licensed in all 50 states. Get a feel for what they do. Maybe it's a fit. Maybe it's not. You never know till you try. I encourage you to give them a call. Give them a text today. Learn about what they're all about. And uh, get yourself a first opinion, a second opinion on your financial health. Make sure that you get your financial checkup, as my motto always has been. Um, we're really proud of what we're doing at LandryFootball.com. We are working hard on uh, roster breakdowns, uh, recruiting information, uh, all of the above here at uh, LandryFootball.com. So we want to make sure that you check us out today. And certainly we talk about things related to um, college football, the NFL, on our NFL show. But we get into a lot more detail than we can get in here. Um, Check us out take advantage of the scouting season offer get a peek behind the window and basically get access to your own scouting department for less than a magazine subscription less than five dollars a month so check that out as well some news about where we want to go with podcasts with us we are uh, looking into making some additions making some improvements um, Getting some other shows involved. Um, We're looking at some possibilities. Um, Ideally, moving to where I will maybe take this show each and every day and just go around the country in a national perspective and then continue to do the pro football show as well. And trying to groom and mentor some folks in different parts of the country to take over The conference shows to give a different voice, to give a different viewpoints, to have, you know, people have asked me, why don't you have interviews and stuff? Well, I can tell you why, you know, for me doing this podcast, it's a byproduct of doing it when I can work it around my consulting business. Often have to tape it late at night. It's hard to do interviews. Not the best radio interviewer anyway. I'm usually more the person getting interviewed. But getting other perspectives and things is, is what I'd like to bring to the audience while not going away myself and still trying to maybe take that type of role. So we're looking at different things. We've got a show SEC gumbo coming right around the corner. That's pretty quick. We'll have words on that. Blake Griffin is going to join us and talk mostly SEC football, but certainly going to dip his toe into basketball, baseball, In in the SEC, and certainly going to bring you – he's just great. He's just – you're going to love him, and um, good old Louisiana boy. We're looking at things from the Big Ten to the Pac-12 to the Big 12 to the ACC. We – nothing definite. We've put in a lot of work on that, so much so that we've got to kick myself in the rear and get the website back where I want it with uh, all the – post that I'm looking for. So we've got some exciting things. How do you get this podcast where you know you can get it at LandryFootball.com, but you can also get it, of course, by signing up, just simply signing up for Landry Football's conference call, wherever you get your um, podcasts to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, where have you. And by doing that, it'll come directly to your phone. So that's kind of the the particulars out of the way of what's going on and what we're doing. Uh, got a question? Send it to me at landryfootball.com We'll take good care of you. <clears throat> so the NCAA Division One Football Oversight Committee. I know you're fascinated by those titles as I am. But they're finalizing basically a preseason practice plan that'll allow coaches to begin working with the players as soon as July sixth. The idea is to ramp up meetings and walkthroughs to start in July with traditional preseason camps likely to open that first week of August, usually about, you know, August fifth, seventh, kinda depending on how it works. Um, that's for teams starting on Labor Day weekend. Week zero teams would be pushed up a week. So that would be like August first for week zero, so August first, August seventh. While the pieces are in place, uh, and w- we look for that to be kind of formalized by the end of the week, we're going to require the vote by the NCAA Division One Council to officially enter reality, and the vote's going to take place on June seventeenth. As as you know, everybody's kind of welcoming players back and doing their things, but we're going to get we're going to get that kicked up a notch. To where we can start to have ends on. Um, <clears throat> you know my feeling on it. Very curious to see how things are going to develop as players test positive, as they already are, and how do you deal with that's going to be the key. It's going to be the underlying theme of the season because the health of players is always important, but now the, the sickness of players and the um, availability of players are going to be an even bigger factor. Some other off the news circumstances that is taking place around the country. You know by now, um, Danny Pierman, who played at Clemson back in the day and has been a very successful assistant coach um, in a number of places and certainly at Clemson's. um, They're under some heat for a statement he made in a conversation with um, a former player. Um, not just any former player, but some people involved were, um, you know, Perry Tuttle's son. And so you've got a little bit of Clemson heritage there. And Perry was in the heyday of the first national championship in the Danny Ford era. But Perriman's comments was made a racial epitaph, not directed at the player, but using the N-word in the presence of former tight end D.J. Greenlee. Um, And it kind of got into it, and he was speaking with one of his teammates. And, you know, the player used the N-word and basically tried to correct me by saying the N-word back. It was a little bit sketchy. You try to visualize and hear what that conversation might be like, as awkward as it might be. Listen, no one knows the people involved. And the players have said that, look, Coach apologized. It's no big deal. Um, Perman did profusely apologize when uh, to the players that heard it, to, uh, to Dabble Sweeney in private. And, you know, Dabo Sweeney came out because, obviously, we know what's going on in today's world. And so, Dabo Swinney's experienced a lot of flack about why haven't you taken action. Well, you know, Dabo Sweeney came in a statement that said, yeah, the we addressed it. This is not being swept under the rug. Two coaches spoke he said, I spoke with him in private he said he would fire a coach immediately if a player if he called, a coach called a player the N-word no questions asked but made the distinction that Pearman was not using that word in reference to the player Greenly, merely repeating that he had heard it in an effort to emphasize that that kind of language should not be used. So, in essence, he's saying, don't say the word, <clears throat> and he said it, is what I'm guessing how it played out. Which, you could say, don't say that word. Um, Between he stepped into Pearman's defense, and totally out of character for him. And this is someone that's been around a long time. I've never heard anything negative about Danny Pearman. Um. I don't think it justifies any other action. I do think that it's taken a little while for Dabble Sweeney. And Dabble Sweeney made a little public statement on video, not a statement, written statement that just is kind of blank and bland. Look, I think we all agree that, you know, racism exists and people say things, but. Look, this is not something that's really vicious and, and I think should be looked at as something that's a mistake and we move on. I, I do think that the effort of trying to get anybody and everybody fired is a little bit over the top. When justified, yes. I don't think this is justified unless there's more to it that's not being told. Now, there is a bigger issue going on in the Big Ten at Iowa a guy that I've known for years and when I say I know him I look I see him 3 or 4 times a year every year for forever gosh I, I I remember when Chris first started I've been around a lot longer but Chris Doyle's a outstanding strength and conditioning coach at Iowa as I said at the top everybody thinks they've got the best strength coach and this and that and the other um, this guy may be the best in terms of what he takes and what he develops and how he does it, maybe as good as anybody. Um, He's also the highest paid, by the way, first million-dollar strength coach. I believe he got the million dollars before um, anyone else, certainly right up there. He has been placed on administrative leave, Chris Doyle has, um, after several players posted accusations on social media that the coach created a hostile environment, particularly for black players. An independent review will be conducted into the allegations that the coach directly contributed to racial disparities in the Iowa football program. Uh, I know he's been there since '99. And I certainly remember them since then. I I, um, I don't know what's going to come of it because I don't know what happened. Um, the 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 statements, you know, racial disparities in the Iowa program. Well, I, you know, there there needs to be more specifics there to determine what the situation is. Um. We need to see kind of where that takes it and where we go there. Um, but that's certainly something that Kurt Ferrens is going to have to address. And if this is true, why didn't he know about it? Because he said he didn't. Um, got a lot to chew on there to see where this goes. Some news around uh, the transfer circuit, Nebraska. Big news this week. Red shirt you could kind of see this coming, couldn't you? Redshirt senior wide receiver JD Spielman has entered the transfer portal. Um it's kind of a mutual decision coming down the pike. Uh he's been away for personal reasons since the start of spring. It looks um look like this is something that was we were headed towards. Kid's really a playmaker, 5'9", 190. He's kind of, you know, they're big play guy that's just a real good factor in their offense last year caught 49 passes 900 yards and five touchdowns Um, he's caught for over 800 yards in each of the three seasons he's been there he'll be eligible to play immediately since uh, he's leaving nebraska with a degree Um, somebody's getting him a really really good player Uh, former Nebraska freshman cornerback Henry Gray is transferring to Florida International. Uh, he's a four-star signing. Uh, again, I always remind you, remind you, I refer to the guys as how the public consumes this information. Now, five-star, four-star. Um, was a guy rated a four-star. Not the case here. Guy hadn't quite developed. Six-foot, 175-pounder. Um, really good player, a top 275, 300 player overall in the 2020 class. So it's a uh, it's a really good get for FIU, no question. He can play immediately since he's technically uh, – oh, excuse me, they're going to have to rule on whether he can play immediately since he's technically a transfer. He'll need a waiver to do so. If not, he's got four years of eligibility. Around the recruiting junket uh, in the conference this week, uncommitted four-star linebacker Naquan Brown said – He could make his pledge in early July. Brown doesn't have a specific date locked in, but looks to be nearing the end of his recruitment. Uh, uh, Looks like um, LSU, Miami, Pitt, Tennessee, Virginia Tech, and Penn State. I do think LSU, Penn State, and Virginia Tech is the three to look for. It's from Virginia Beach, Virginia, thus Virginia Tech uh, status there. We're talking about a top 130 overall prospect in the 2021 class. So uh, let's see. Uh, Certainly stay home at Virginia Tech or stay in the region at Penn State or go with the hot program at LSU. It's kind of what he is deciding on right now. Uh, Four-star tackle Garrett Dellinger is going to announce his commitment on uh, June 24th. He's got some Big 10 schools in the mix there. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State are in his final four. The other school, the LSU, uh, 6'6", 280-pound tackle, is a top 10, top 12 tackle in the 2021 class, the fourth best player in the state of Michigan. Uh, Clarkson High School, LSU, uh, is probably just a little tick of a favorite here. We'll see how that plays out. We'll keep you up to date on LandryFootball.com and certainly here. And how about an update on an uncommitted five-star quarterback, Caleb Williams, we've talked about where he is headed. Um, Oklahoma's the heavy favorite, folks. I'm not going to, you know, the reason why we're mentioning him here is Maryland is in the mix. They do feel they've got a pretty good shot. LSU's is in the mix. Um, he's going to Oklahoma. Okay. Big shock if he doesn't. Uh, uncommitted three star running back Ricky Parks plans on signing his pledge on June 28th. Um, he's an Iowa guy. 5'10", 195 pounds. He's been keen on Iowa for a while. Um, Utah and Pitt are the other programs. We're talking about a a top 350 overall prospect in the 2021 class. Good player, more of a a high-level three-star, four-star type of guy. Caden Saunders, four-star wide receiver in the class of 2022, is going to make his pledge this fall uh, in, in Penn State, Indiana, Michigan or among the programs, along with West Virginia, that are in the mix for this young guy. 2022, and certainly we'll have a lot of information on in the class of 2022 as we kind of recruit multiple classes in this day and age. Um, we're talking about a top 150, 175 overall prospect to this point, as I can tell from the – 2022 class, so it be a big get for the Big Ten, but a year away. Nebraska gets a commitment. We talked about the transfers. They got a commitment from three-star linebacker Seth Malcolm, 6'3", 195. Um, Boise, Minnesota, Iowa State, Kansas State, the other schools from um, Fremont Hills High School in Tabor, Iowa, uh, plays eight-man football, so he needs to add a lot of strength to can run and can be an in-the-box player, but they see him as a linebacker there. It's where he played uh, over in high school, Wisconsin gets a verbal from three-star defensive lineman Mike Jarvis. Took an official visit in February, and um, commitment comes three months later. Can't visit anywhere else, so decided to go to Wisconsin. Likes it there. Rutgers, Wake Forest, Penn State, Duke, or the other schools that were in the mix for him. A three-star defensive and a top twenty-five, top thirty player overall in the state of Jersey, and. Um, one of the top 100 defensive ends of this 2021 class. Good athlete, get for Indiana. uh, Verbal from three-star athlete Trenton Holland, 6'2", 220. Um, He's a running back. That's where they're expected to play him. Commits to Indiana over offers from Nebraska, Iowa State, Purdue. He's a power runner. um, Between the tackles, guy. Uh, We'll see what he can do in terms of working uh, in the passing game a little bit and helping them out in that regard and see where his growth takes him. Also uncommitted, the uh, three star wide receiver, Des Williams is deciding between Maryland and Wake Forest. This is a really good ACC battle, isn't it? Um, particularly in basketball, except it's a big 10 ACC recruiting battle. Um, it's gotta be Maryland here. He's from Leonardstown. Uh, he does like Wake. There's no question from Len He's from uh, Leonardstown, Maryland. Um, And he's really talked about Maryland as kind of his dream school. It would be really, really surprising if he doesn't uh, end up there. He's a top 50 prospect in the state of Maryland for the 2021 cycle. Uh, Uncommitted three-star defensive end, George Wilson, is uh, working with a top four of Arizona State, North Carolina, Penn State, and South Carolina. Um, 6'5", 215, um, good-looking player. Um, we'll see where he ends up, but uh, Penn State is certainly in the mix for him. Some coaching news, um, Maryland has hired Giants defensive back coach Henry Baker to serve as cornerback's coach. He was last in the collegiate ranks in 18, serving on the staff at North Carolina. He was headed to Rutgers, so it seemed, last winter. Spent the '17 season with the program, but ultimately decided to – to uh, throw in with the Giants for the 19 campaign. Now he's headed back to the Big Ten. Initial stint with Rutgers back in 17 was his first taste of the FBS coaching ranks where he was um, coaching at Delaware previously. So recruiting and certainly experience on both the the NFL level and the major college level and the lower college level in that recruiting region, um, all keys for um, Loxley hiring Henry Baker there. Uh, also mentioned at Maryland, uh, redshirt senior running back Jake Funk is expected to be ready for the start of the 2020 season. Funk tore his ACL in September for uh, September 14th in that loss to Temple. He's 5'10", 203 pounds. Tore his ACL twice, but uh, he'll be healthy um, as far as we can tell. With Leak and McFarland gone, there's openings on that depth chart at running back. And Funk could be in for a uh, good amount of carries if he's ready to roll by December. So uh, it's also likely that he could get a six-year of eligibility, so we'll keep you posted on that. And finally, I want to end the show here with a question from Charles, who's Northwestern fans and uh, wants to ask about uh, Northwestern's offense and some of the new components this year and how it might look. so, yeah, absolutely, we can do that. Um, it is going to have a little bit of a new look to it. Uh, they obviously had that disappointing 3-9 and nine year last year. New offensive coordinator Mike Majekian is, is upgrading kind of what they want to do there. Everybody seems to be coming back healthy. Um, Peyton Ramsey transferred from Indiana in March. Um, he's got good arm. He's accurate. He's mobile. Good decision maker. We'll see how that plays out. Isaiah Bowser, the running back, um, became a breakout star as a freshman in 18. He regressed last year. Going to need a good season from him, but he had a, a full off season to recover um, from injuries last year. That was the reason for the slip off. Um, he can be a real factor. I also like Drake Anderson at running back. Um, you know, you can you can see what they want to do and be able to run the football. Uh, he's the son of Damian Anderson. Um, so having two guys that can really run is is going to be key. I like Riley Lease at receiver, even with all the injuries. Um, he was productive and a go-to guy for them. He's got the most experience. You've got J.J. Jefferson and Chase James and uh, the McGowan kid and um, the uh, Oaku Bowman kid. They've got, they've got a few guys that they can work with. And then, you know, Trey Pugh at tight end, You're not going to be the – the um gonna play more of the the, the formal tight end position in the Bajakian offense where he was kind of a of a jack of all trades guy. So I do the line should be really solid. Um and I, I think Bajakian is is a really good guy and a really good coach and, and can help him. Um I think um he's coached at Power Five Schools. He's had really good success You know, from Central Michigan, he did a really good job. Uh, He followed Butch Jones to Central Michigan and uh, did a good job at Cincinnati. Uh, I spent some time in the NFL. He's got some really good concepts and ideas. You know, graduate assistant at Rutgers, I remembered when Mike was there, he worked under Terry Shea. He's one of the more respective offensive minds. Worked at Michigan under Coach Korn Group. He spent time in the NFL with Lovey and Dirk Cutter. Uh, Steve Adazio at Boston College ran the football with A.J. Dillon, and I think there's some good talent to work with. You've got to be creative. You've got to have different ideas that you can throw into the mix if you're going to be a really good coach that can adjust, particularly to a place like Northwestern where you're going to get players that are for the most part smart, but you're going to have to develop them. They're not going to be the impact type guy. So I do see and sense an improvement coming aboard for Northwestern this year. Hey, if you got a question uh, like Charles did, go ahead and send it to me at contactchris over at LandryFootball.com, and we will get it uh, up here for you. And remember, we'll be breaking down all these teams and all different aspects of each and every conference uh, going on around the world of college football. So take advantage of the scouting season offer at LandryFootball.com where you can get the detailed breakdowns, where you can get the – um, roster analysis and the recruiting boards uh, and all the latest information. So check that out right now. You're going to absolutely love it. Um, check out the great folks at 401k Generation. You're going to love them. No obligation, phone call or text. Give them a call at one eight six six nine nine eight five eight seven nine. Make sure that you join us for Big 12 Football and Beyond on Thursday as well as um, check us out over on the Pro Football Show. Appreciate you joining us.